Hey, everybody. Welcome to Red Pill Your Healthcast. My name is Dr. Charlie Fagenholz and here with Lauren Johnson, FNP. And what we're talking about this week is electromagnetic frequencies, EMF. We want to kind of talk about what it is, what it does. Uh, There's a lot to this topic and subject. And so we're trying to keep it simple, efficient, uh, allow you to digest it properly, allow you to give you some action steps to really help you and your family. Uh, But realize this, Lauren and I were talking before we jumped on here. This is, and Lauren, I think you would agree with this. This is probably the prime example of control the controllables because this one is impossible these days to get away from. So we can only do the best we can and uh, it's, you're never going to be perfect and that's okay. As long as you can do good action steps each and every day, uh, I think that that would be a really good um, lesson to learn from this podcast. I think just being aware of these issues is going to make you a step ahead of most people in this world. Unfortunately, you you can't control every single thing about this issue. There is just zero way to do it. And when when I look at the literature and when I look at um, a lot of the information we'll talk about, I can get overwhelmed too because I know that there we can't control everything. Yep. But we can do what we can do. We can control the controllables and ultimately... Um, I just know that I, I, I can't, we can't change this. And so we just do what we can't and, and stressing about it will make it worse. Mm. Um, ultimately, if your nervous system is like hyper responding to every bit of information that you, that you take in and you are not able to take in information, digest it and apply to apply it to your life. However, um, best it fits your life in a you know, without feeling the, the weight of the world, then there is something that maybe, you know, take a step back from taking in information because it is one of those things that it, your nervous system does not, you don't need to be on in constant fight or flight. Cause that's going to make you more vulnerable. Yeah, totally. And, um, man, like I said, this is, this is such a topic. There's so much. So let's start out. Let's just go over what EMF is. You know, I would assume most of the people listening to this podcast have heard of it or know about it. Uh, but maybe someone doesn't. So electromagnetic frequencies, essentially there are good ones and bad ones. Nature-made ones are good. Man-made ones are not good. So we have something called the Schumann frequency, which is uh, the frequency of the earth. And I think, Lauren, you would agree with this. The, the more we get our bodies to resonate at that frequency, the healthier we'll be. Yes. yes. And so- and how And how you do that, is by being in touch with the earth um, yep. by grounding. Yep. Ground. And so basically when we talk about grounding, you want to get your bare feet on a place on the earth where if you were to take a car battery and put it down there, it would drain the car battery. So a lot of people know you don't, you can't put car batteries on the ground or else it will just completely drain it. Uh, that's because the earth grounds it. And so, um, sand, grass, you know, any type of earth it will do. And maybe 20, 30 minutes a day. Now, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would say that. Would you think it, more than that? It, or do you think 20 or 30? I think, I think that just doing that alone, 20, yep. 30, even if you can't do 20 to 30, start with five or 10. Yep. And you'll notice the more you do it daily, you'll probably want to do it more. Yep. The, the longer, the more you do it every single day in a row, the more you'll actually want to get out there to just sit because you notice how much better you feel. And that is because within 30 minutes, you find, they find that 
grounding will lower inflammation and stress and boost metabolism. Uh, it, it, it really does connect you with the earth. And I believe that is truly what was intended to heal us. Yeah. Think about like, okay, so our earth has this frequent, this Schumann frequencies, right? Obviously the inhabitants of that earth are supposed to also be vibrating at that frequency. And so that above all is action step number one. Now, here's the thing. Electromagnetic frequencies, which come from our cell phones, our computers, our microwaves, our appliances, uh, Wi-Fi's, you know, we live in seas of Wi-Fi. You get your neighbor's Wi-Fi, you go in the public, there's a thousand different Wi-Fi. So it's, it's hard to get away from, but here's what it is. You have the electric part of it is the voltage that it creates. And then you have the magnetic part of it, which is really the doozy is the direction of the voltage essentially. And so from humans, we have a very, our electric flow, because we are made uh, of frequencies, our electric flows like the ocean. It's very, very harmonious, but man-made EMF goes in one direction and it disrupts everything. And all of our cells, all of them work off electricity. Our blood is made of salt water, which is very electrical. And that's why if I'm getting electrocuted and I touch Lauren, she'll get electrocuted because we transmit electricity. So all of our mechanisms of our physiology work off. It's the very basics of how things work. And, and, um, and the more here, how many times have we said this, Lauren, the more we try to get convenient with technology, the more it risks our health because of these principles. Yeah. Yeah. And convenience is nice guys. I get it. But the yeah. more you go back to the way things kind of used to be, the slower your life will be and the better that you will feel. And there's a reason for that. I, I do love that you were bringing in the like electrocution part of it, because when you start talking about, vibration and frequency, people get a little like, you know, a little, a little weirded out. And it's a really important note that you can measure these frequencies. You can mm. measure the, even emotions have frequency. You can nope. me like scientifically measure these things. And so it's not something that is subjective. Um, it is an objective measurement and that you can, that's why they can study EMF so much and they do, although it doesn't actually translate into much changing, right? Because right. we were talking about this earlier, uh, the telecommunications industry has like a massive budget for lobbying Congress. And even though we know like, and it's out there in the news or in the literature and in in the, on PubMed, you can look it up. It's out there. Yep. You see Huberman lab talk about it. I mean, you see all these people talk about it. It's out there, but they don't, it doesn't change anything with the laws because the telecommunications industry spends an enormous amount of money uh, lobbying Congress. It says here in two and the hundred, and so this was in 2021. They spent 234 million lobbying Congress, which is about 320 thousand a day. 43 million of that came from Comcast alone. And AT&T spent $36 million in that one-year lobbying Congress. And to put that in perspective, and this is, we were talking about this may not be so accurate, but pharmaceutical companies spent $30 million in 2022 lobbying Congress. Obviously, there's probably some backdoor things going yeah, on. Yeah, that's, that's, that's on the books. That's that on is, the books. Did you see that BlackRock uh, thing that came out, the O'Keefe Media? 
Uh, Did you see that? Uh So yeah, he came out uh, with a video from a guy from BlackRock and BlackRock (laughs) was that this guy, you know, undercover was saying how easy it was to get a Senator. Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, it's like, well, we, we were just saying someone like Mitch McConnell, right. Being in Kentucky, you have someone who's worth, I think last time I checked, he was worth 20 something million dollars off of a public servant salary. Like, yeah. how does that happen? How does you that happen? Well, look at I me and look at Joe Biden. I mean, for sure. Biden, you got Obama's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Now you have Nancy Pelosi, who's worth 80 some million. Like, that is... how are we not doing these people's taxes? And you saw this earlier. We saw, what was it? Oh, the news about the aspartame um, that mm. came out that finally got, admit, you know, declared a, a probable carcinogen. And you saw, I saw a news article about one of the Congress people that was dumping stocks before yep. it got declared. And yep. it's like, that is so wrong, but they, they're not going to do anything about that. Yeah. They, it's, you know, rules for thee, not for me. Right. So, uh, okay. So b- back to EMF. Yeah. So we, we, we talked about, okay, it is an overwhelming subject. Yep. Um, the most important thing is to, if you do if you get nothing from this, go outside and put your feet in the ground. Yep. Um, and that is, uh, it's great if you could, if you have access to a sand or a beach, cause you could just sink your feet in the ground and just stay put. Um, but even if no matter where you are in the world, you can do this. And, and I, you know, this is just my thought process, but how many times do people go on vacation to a, a beach vacation and they feel so good putting their fan, their, their uh, feet in the sand, they sleep better on vacation. Yes. You're out of the normal stresses of life, but I think a big factor of that is actually grounding all week long on the beach. Uh, and then when they return home, they say that their issues came back and it could either be, you know, stresses of life back at home, or it could be the radiation from the airplane ride home as well. So that's kind of where my mind, you know, that's the things that I think about. Uh, but one thing that I wanted to mention is there's a really good book. If you really want to dive into this, um, this topic is called the invisible rainbow. It's really, really good. It goes through the history of introducing electricity into humanity and how every time something was a new invention was introduced, there was always some type of sickness. The flu was a big one. Um, that's why you, you hear a lot of people in 2020 talking about 5G rollout and COVID. I think there's some truth to that. I, I really do. I think that uh, EMF and it's 5G and the stronger it gets is the number one distress signal in our environment. Yeah, they, they they even link it up to the Spanish flu too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it it, and I don't know all the correlations there, and I don't want to say that as I don't want to present it as fact, but mm-hmm. I do want to say that EMF exposure, especially if you're close, you you really can have that very physical reaction where it feels like a flu, and I think that's just something that we think, oh, that's just another virus, and and it. And it it could be, but it could be this a massive reaction to a to something that we are just not supposed to be exposed to. Yeah, and one other place to look for all this stuff is you look to nature. Mm-hmm. In that book, uh, I think it's actually chapter sixteen because I, I talked about it uh, before, and it goes over all the different animals and the patterns of animal extinction and trees uh, disappearing in places where they've put radar towers and stuff like that. Uh, And they really study bees. They study ants. They study flies. Like the first um, radio transmission was in an Island outside of England. 
And it was in 19, oh, don't quote me. It's either 1900 or 1906. I think it was 19, no, I think it was 1901. And they put a ton of antennas on this island. And five years later, by 1906, there was no more bees on the island. And so there's there's no placebo with insects. Insects have antennas that are very electrical uh, sensitive. That's how they navigate. That's how they communicate. And so if you actually look at how much of these insects are disappearing, EMF is, in my book, the number one cause of all this stuff going on. I know people talk about global warming and all this stuff, and you can get all into that, but and no one talks about EMF. EMF is, I'm telling you, it is destroying uh, society. And so you have the bees are an example. Uh, there's another one where this student, a 15 year old from Queens, New York, he did a, a science project and he showed that he, he basically took a loudspeaker, a cell phone and a computer, and he exposed these fruit flies, uh, every single day for two months and the offspring failed to develop wings. And so you see these little things like that. And, and there's, I'm telling you, there's 20 plus examples of this in that book. Uh, it's wild. And so, you know, it, it's, it's dangerous, but it's also one that we can't control. So we can only strengthen us to it. And this is why we're doing podcasts like this. Yeah. Yeah. Another book is Dr. Joseph Mercola has a book called EMF. Uh, Dr. Klinghart has a lot of, he did a study that was never published because we, he wasn't allowed to because of <laughs> the telecommunications industry, but he looked at 10 autistic children. He works a lot with autism, 10 autistic children sleep in this, the sleeping location of the mothers of these 10 children. And he looked at the, they were already diagnosed autistic. And then he went back and, and they went to the location of where they lived when they had, when they were pregnant and when they had the baby and they measured the, uh, the EMFs ex- exposure there. And they compared it to 10 healthy children that did not have autism. And the EMF levels were 10 times more in the, in the families with autism. Now, mm. is it just that? No, but we've talked about this toxin bucket before. Yep. EMFs can kind of, they can fill your toxin bucket up a lot more then, and in some people, it's going to be more than others. Some people are going to be more sensitive than other people. There are people that they have to go to a community that is very, that is less EMFs. There's only a couple, I think there's a, one in the United States that's like completely EMF free because there are people that are that sensitive that they cannot maintain without it, that with, with any level of exposure, but for the most of us, it's, you just don't feel well day to day. And those are just kind of pushed side to side, you know, pushed away. Yeah. And, um, I was telling, telling Lauren this before we jumped on here was I truly think that EMF is the number one cause of diabetes in the world. And the reason why I say that is because blood sugar is a survival mechanism. Everything associated with blood sugar is for your survival. So what happens when your blood sugar drops? Your body secretes adrenaline and cortisol, right? What does that do? That increases your blood sugar. Cortisol is a glucocorticoid, a glucose corticoid, a sugar steroid, right? So um, so if, if we're constantly pushing our cortisol, then that has to be buffered by insulin. And the thing is about EMF is it's a constant cortisol triggerer. 
It is constant, folks. It is it is constantly keeping your cortisol elevated all day long. And what do we see now? Diabetes is everywhere, absolutely everywhere. And and there's other examples in in the book that we mentioned and things like that, where people around EMF, their blood sugar is always elevated. And then when they would go ground and get out of EMF, it would drop back to to normal. And so uh, it's been documented over and over again. And it's only a matter of time. Well, I don't even know. It depends how much money you put into senators' pockets, apparently, to see if this comes out or not. But um, it's fascinating. Fascinating. The the number one or the uh, top, it was the top seven of 10 places in the world that have the highest rates of diabetes and the highest uh, BMIs is these islands that still run off diesel generators that generate EMF. They're the, it's the highest rates. And so uh, very well documented. And uh, we need to, to really, um, really address EMF if we want to tackle this diabetes uh, what, epidemic. What do you want to call it? Well, and you are, I mean, it is kind of funny because like diabetes has always been a thing. I mean, that's one of the arguments people would say that that's not that this argument isn't real because diabetes has been around for a long time Um, and EMFs haven't they haven't been around for a long time. But EMFs is not just 5G. So dirty electricity. There's a lot of there's a lot of fact, a lot of sources um, of exposure that have been around for a long time. Yeah. And So it's not just your cell phone. Um, It's also. Uh, microwaves. Uh <laughs> Yeah, huge. We haven't used a microwave since 2013 when I found out about this stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's it is it's a hard thing. I know it's a convenience thing. Again, there goes that convenience word. Yep. It is a convenience thing and I know it's hard to get rid of, but I I tell you what, you can do it. Um yeah. I did it. You can do it. It just takes um figuring out what works, reheating food in the instant pot, reheating food. We use an air a stainless steel air fryer. Um I just set out meat the night before or put it in the refrigerator the night before. You just have to think ahead with the meals that you're cooking. If you freeze meat, um, that's one big thing that you have to do. But like it is something that will help you limit your exposure to EMFs. And putting um, like, oh, well, well, actually, let's go into more of the physiological stuff, baby. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad you said that, though, about okay. before we move on. I'm glad you said that. There's, there's been EMF always EMF is not just 5g and yes, it's worse now than ever has been. And that's why we're seeing diabetes skyrocket now compared to before, but the appliances like the microwaves, dirty electricity is basically, uh, when, when we created electricity in their outlets, it's the conversion of currents that generates these spikes, these spikes in voltage that become unusable energy and, and unusable electricity. And that uh, radiates out of it. And that's what breaks us down. It's the same thing as standard light bulbs. Uh, all the types of electricity have been breaking us down for quite some time. We've just found a way to accelerate it by coming out with all these different uh, Bluetooth and, and, and radio wave type stuff. But also know this, just because they came out with 5G, they did not get rid of 4G. They did not get, they're it's, just now getting rid of 3G is just now. I was just in Aruba, uh, what a week ago, two weeks, no, two weeks ago now. And they have 3G still. 
And so they have 3G, but they're going to 5G and 4G, but they don't get rid of 3G. So it is a cumulative effect and it'll take years to even get rid of the 3G. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I think a lot of people just think it's just adding on to it and it's not like a, it's not any worse than what we're already experiencing, but it is, it is, it's it's all present and it's just going to continue to get worse as they come up with more and more devices that will all communicate. Have you seen like some of these, they have smart devices on everything Everything. and it's, it's, it's EMFs on all the things that you're touching. Yep. Yeah. I mean, and then, I know this is going to irritate some people, but think about your Apple watches. Yeah. Oh, your your Apple watch sits on very important meridian points in Chinese medicine that affect your heart. You have your whole heart meridian sitting right there and your pericardium meridian, which is your heart protector. So when we have all these heart issues and palpitations and all this type of stuff, this is where my mind goes. And people may say I'm a conspiracy theorist, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out these types of things. You just have to critically think. It is, and and I know that again. That's a convenience thing. People like being able to see yeah. who texts them and who messages it. But maybe you don't need to see who notif who sends you the notification. <laughs> I, I know I don't. I know that it, it's hard. But like guys, like that is something that we are just constantly wanting that input, and we don't necessarily need it. And yep. it's constantly searching for a signal on your wrist. Always, always. And, and and then what do you do to to hear what the the watch is saying to you? You put in your Bluetooth earbuds. Yeah. that's another big issue yeah it is especially when you wear two because you're going straight through your brain yep yep. well now when you work out the wire doesn't get tangled but you know that it's convenient those that's why you know you really got to take a step back and think about these things because it's so easy to get caught up in the convenience of the latest and greatest and our genome has never been exposed to these we are the experiment we literally are that so uh, just, you know, being able to to critically think a little bit and take a step back before we jump all over the newest, shiniest product uh, that is making our lives easier, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's definitely all a game to get us to want the newest thing and not consider the health. Um, yeah, so try to try to resist that. Okay, so do we want to go into some of the physio, you know, the physiological effects of EMFs that we see? I know that, you know, there has been a 7,727% rise in fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. and ele- over 11,000% jump in chronic fatigue. Uh, this is related. That, that is related. Oh, yeah. It, it is, it's, it's hard to think about that being, it, it's not just EMF. I mean, you know that, like, it's not just EMF, but it is a factor. And like I said, it can fill that toxin bucket just up so much that it just makes it harder to clear other stuff as well. Yeah. And as we talk about this toxin cup or toxin bucket, just realize this is a factor, but it's a constant factor. That's the big difference where it's like, okay, there's chemtrails in the sky. There's pesticides being sprayed. You can be in your house. Well, you know, I have six air doctors in my house, so there's no pesticides in my house, but there is EMF in my house. So, you know, we unplug a router when we sleep and things like that, but we use internet too. And a lot of people will hardwire their house. Uh, that's a great solution. We haven't done that yet. Uh, we've done some other things that we'll talk about when, when we get into solutions of this stuff, 
Uh, but it is that constant stressor that breaks us down each day a little bit over like a, it's, it's a, it's a chronic, it's, it's not overnight. It's very cumulative. And so people, you know, in society, they always think if it doesn't happen to me tomorrow, you know, it, it wasn't causing it, so to speak. And, and if something's invisible, if they can't see it, they don't give any, uh, effort to stop it. And so it's an, like EMF is invisible and the pe- people don't, you know, what I'm trying to say like people don't care about things that they can't vis- visibly see, or it's not in their living room, so to speak. Well, it's the same thing kind of goes like, if you look at Lyme disease, for example, mm. people flip, you know, they flip out, they know to flip out about the, the bullseye rash, yeah. but half of Lyme disease patients don't even have a rash. Correct. Remember the tick bite. And so it, if you can't see it, you don't have anything to worry about. There's enough things in this world for us to worry about. So you right. just shut it off. And it's something that it's, it's invisible. It's easy to just say it's not an issue. I get that. I've been there before and, and I still fight that, you know, but it's something that you don't want to get bogged down by. You don't want it to let it stress you out. I still get on airplanes. I, you know, I will still be around other people that are, you know, using all kinds of things. I still use Wi-Fi, but we turn it, you know, try to turn it off, things like that. But you, it is, it's there. It is. And, and the, the saying I was looking for, I couldn't think of it was if it's out of sight, out of mind. Oh yeah, that's it. (laughs) That's like the perfect example. EMF is the perfect example of that of, oh, well, like, you know, I can't see it. It's out of mind. I'll just, whatever, you know, it's very easy to just say, eh, whatever. It's easy to do that with everything in life. And it's definitely <laughs> not good for us to, it's out of sight, out of mind. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to deal with the hard things. And it's, that's never ends up being a good thing. Cause it always comes back. Yeah. People are like, let me just start out with stop eating gluten. <laughs> Forget this EMF talk. I just want to just, I, I stopped eating gluten last week. Isn't that good enough? Hey, you know what? I do think that is a good first step. Okay? Hey, I, I, hey, and any progress, the name of the game is progress, not perfection. So yeah. if you can do something better today than you did yesterday, you're in, you're going in the right direction. Yeah. So we have an increase in fatigue, an increase in pain, ear ringing, blood yeah, sugar. That's a big one. Yeah. That's a what big else, one. Ear ringing. What else do we see from EMF exposure? Headaches, migraines. Headaches. Yeah. Migraines for sure. Headaches. <laughs> yeah. My- <laughs> Migraines for sure. I would say, uh, hives, you know, EMF is a big inducer of TH2 and histamine. And so, uh, hives are a big one, rashes, skin rashes. Some people really sensitive people will feel that burning prickly sensation in their skin. You'll, you'll get that here and there. Uh, you and I talked about in our last episode on mold, the people who are the most EMF sensitive are the ones with the most mold in them because EMF will cause mold to grow 600 times faster. Yeah, that is, it's just, and we do see that more and more of an issue. Mold is a bigger issue than it was 30 yes. years ago, 40 years ago. And we are exposed to more and our homes are more energy efficient. Um, right. So that makes mold grow more too, but it's definitely an EMFs um, issue as well. Another thing that we're seeing with EMFs is fertility. So oh, we know man. that. EMFs decrease sperm motility. There's, I mean, there's, there's, there are studies to confirm this, but we all know who doesn't, who hasn't known. We should do a podcast on fertility. We, who hasn't known somebody 
or a, a couple that has that is that is struggling with fertility. There, it is everywhere. It is in every family. It is across every friend group. It doesn't matter what uh, if you're young or old or what socioeconomic status. You see this everywhere where there's decreased sperm motility and viability when exposed to Wi-Fi radiation from cell phones. That was one study that was done in January of last year. Keep your cell phone out of your pocket, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is you. I know it's it say you don't want a baby. That's fine. It's still affecting things down yeah. there. That you don't want, you need your testosterone. Yep. 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 And women, please don't put it in your bra. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. When I oh. see like, th- this is when sometimes I'm like, man, sometimes I wish I didn't know all this stuff because yeah. I'll just be walking in public and I see these people with their cell phone in their bra, you know, in their back pocket, in in their side pocket, uh, and it's just, what you know, what what are you supposed to do? <laughs> what are you supposed like? Are you going to be the crazy person, you know, and oh, say, yeah. "No, I, I I I zip it." Um, unless I, I'm, I am... I'm introverted as can be. I I am an introvert, so like if people see me in public, like I am very well, to myself. And I never want to overwhelm somebody. I never want somebody to feel like I'm judging them because I'm not yeah. like I've been there. I've had, I've had my phone in my pocket. If I'm running around and my kids are, and I'm, I just took a picture of them. And so my, my, my kids are running around. I got to chase them. I have my phone <laughs> in my pocket. I've done it, but you just have to know that it is a cumulative effect. The more you can put down the phone, the better. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, this, this is one of my issues. EMFs is a harder one, um, especially oh. growing business on Instagram. I mean, hello, I'm on my phone. Yeah. Um, and so it is, it's harder for me too. It's not just harder for um, you at home. It's, it's harder for us too. And it's because we're exposed to it all. So definitely. And just be doing this, you know, on a computer right now, you and I, we're, yeah. we're exposing EMF. So, yeah. um, all right. What, what else can we do about EMF? So obviously we want to ground, we yep. want to get our feet on the earth. Yep. Uh, we want to limit, you know, turn off your Wi-Fi at night. Stop using microwaves. They have a switch. Tech Wellness. I really like her stuff. She has some good wired earphones that I use. Um, I'll link them. I don't have like a affiliate link or anything, but she's great. And she uh, has a wired kit for your home if that is something that you want to do. Um, but she also has, what was I talking about? She has, you were just saying... Uh, what was I just saying? Oh, just other solutions of like unplugging the Wi-Fi. Oh, she has, I'm sorry. She has a switch. That's, we have it in our other home. She has a switch that makes it just super easy to turn off and on. You can, um, some, you know, Dr. Klinghart will go so much to say to turn off, like for those really sensitive, to turn it off in the breaker box. Like, yeah. like, like shut off power because you don't want that, that dirty electricity even now. You need your phone charger, but you could probably just put it in another room and have an old school alarm clock near yeah. you that doesn't, well, but see, you still have power. Well, well, let's get real, folks. Since 2020, you all work at home anyways. You can wake up and charge your phone in the dang wall during the day. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean, really, you can. Like you, you can hire an electrician. And just put your phone on airplane mode. It's, that's, it's, that's what we do. Yeah, I, we do. Yes. We, I put my, my phone airplane mode. You can hire an electrician. They could basically make a switch in your breaker box that turns all the dirty electricity off, every outlet off in your bedroom when you're sleeping only. Yeah. You do that. I bet you, I can guarantee you the number one thing that I find with patients when we start going after EMF and using grounding bags and, and doing the supplements we're going to talk about is better sleep. 
Yeah. Well, that's the that's the thing that they've done studies and they show that the sleep environment is the most important. So if we can't control day daytime stuff, because we're all going to we're going to have our Wi-Fi or other things. Um, but if you can't control the daytime stuff, the nighttime is the most important. That's a critical one. That's when your brain yep. is draining your glymphatic system. It's when yep. you really need it to be working. Um, you know, EMFs, dec- they deplete melatonin. And yep. and that is like this super critical thing that your body needs to detox. And so if there is something that we can do to um, even just to control your sleep environment, and some people will use the Faraday um, canopies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think especially in a place like if you're like, say you're in New York city, yeah, you're like a big city. I mean, the, or, or even LA, like mm-hmm. put, put that around your bed. Hey, you know what? It's not going to be the most like cool thing, but you know what? It, it You'll get the bet. You'll get better sleep. Yeah. And and we don't advise to live in New York, LA, just, just I really don't. I, there, I don't think <laughs> California or New York, I don't think you could pay me. Yeah, you could not pay or me Canada, and i'm so sorry guys i'm so yeah. sorry we love you if you live there we know I that you're trapped you. there I'm so we sorry. Know. You guys, what you guys are dealing with in canada right now with the supplements have you heard about oh, that i heard about it i heard about it it, it is it is is heartbreaking and shocking and my 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 thoughts and prayers because like just if they're going after that what else are they going to go after it's not even sure. just about supplements it's about like what else is going to happen from there yeah. it's but, it's a slippery slope it is it is but in new york and in in california i'm sure we'll be seeing some things like that too <laughs> not, yeah not far behind um so i had something on my mind i was going to tell you one more thing in my mind though oh yeah. talking about you said melatonin in the in that book the invisible rainbow the one uh thing that they that they tell us about is that in Europe when they started putting radar stations by forests uh one of the things that that they did was put it in by this mountain range where there was a farm right that backed up to the mountain range and when they put the radar stations they would measure the cow's melatonin and as soon as the radar station went up all their melatonin dropped significantly and then as soon as they removed it within a week it all returned to normal isn't that crazy? And that actually goes to show you another point as well is how much our bodies are made to heal and are, yeah. are, are really, our bodies will do, they are, they were created to heal. And so like your bodies will correct them, it will correct itself. Yep. Um, it just, we have to lower the exposure. We have to sometimes stop the exposure depending on where you're at and with different toxins and things, but just know that it's not a, there is no lost hope. Like there is no like reason to give up on trying right. to lower your exposure. That's right. Well, where were we going from there? Are we going into supplements? Okay, so so sleep environment is critical. Um, another thing for the house is a smart meter cover. Mm. Um, that the smart meter issue, like if you have a child that does not sleep, Look on, make sure there's not a smart meter on the other side of the wall. Um, You know, things like that. I do think they matter. I know that's a little, uh, it's an overwhelming step. Um, And and some of us aren't going to be as sensitive, but others will be. And if that is you, then look at, make sure that the smart meter is not close to to a bedroom. And if it is, uh, think about a smart meter cover. Um, And then that way, I think that the company doesn't love it. They don't love it when you do that because then they can't read it virtually. But you know what? Yeah. Your property. Nashville, they don't let you do that anymore. Oh. Yep. I I call them like, hey, I just want to get back to analog. They're like, oh, we don't do that anymore. I'm like, what do you mean? 
in, see in California, when, even when I was renting, I was able to do it because people say that it's an invasion of privacy because every seven to 10 seconds, it's sending signals back to the company on your usage of your electricity. And so people would say, uh, that's spying on me. So then they would, they said that. Yeah. So basically they would come out every two months and it was a nightmare. Like they basically would do, um, they would first, they charge you $10 extra a month or whatever to have analog for their time of coming out every two months. And they would charge you like 10 bucks a month. And at the end of the year, they would add up all the difference. And then your bill would be like four grand. Yeah. Cause they, it, it wasn't, it was your, they would basically at the end, they'd calculate how much you use. And then you do one lump sum. It, it was a nightmare. It was terrible. I, I would go back and forth with these people all the time. Oh my goodness. Okay. Just well, like everything else in that state, it's broken. Depending on where you are. Um, but maybe that's a good reason to say, if you can move a bedroom, maybe move a bedroom. Yep. And, and, um, people have heard me talk about Dr. Versendahl, you know, the the biggest influence on my life from a, from a medicine standpoint. And he always had a story where this child was wetting the bed, which is another one for EMF. Bed wetting is big with EMF. And because the bladder is very electrical, very sensitive to histamine with a constant distress signal like EMF, that's the connection. And, uh, he had, uh, done a parasite cleanse with this kid, still nothing finally goes to the kid's house, his muscle testing him in his room. And it comes up that he's sensitive to the wall. And on the other side of the wall was the refrigerator. Yeah. And then he moved the bed to the other side of the room and the kid stopped wetting his bed. It's not crazy. It's wild. It, 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 you know, it's little things like that, that we just don't think about. And I don't even, I don't either sometimes, but it is something that really Consider it. If you have a recurrent issue, it is something to be considered. Totally. Okay. So we have talked about sleep environment. We have talked about the home. Oh, we didn't talk. We didn't talk about the microbiome effects of EMF. Well, well, think about this way. Here's here's all all you really need to know, right? Is if mold grows 600 times faster in the presence of EMF, why does that happen? Because mold grows in the presence of distress. It's trying to survive. So our gut microbiome will do the exact same thing. It'll turn candida into toxic candida. It'll turn bacteria, strep, and staph, our good strep and staph into toxic strep and staph. So it destroys our microbiome for sure. It's a big factor in, in, in increasing antibiotic resistance. Oh yeah, totally. I don't want to belittle, like the, I don't want to make it seem smaller that you know you taking antibiotics over and over again is, is a is not, that's just as much of a factor too yeah i think it's it's all of it it's a cumulative effect but emf is a factor in the increasing antibiotic resistance we are seeing and that will i mean the, it's already a, a crisis in the pharmaceutical side and the, and the conventional medicine side because they are they realize we're at antibiotic resistance already yeah and especially for some of those really sick patients so you want to be able to use antibiotics when you absolutely need them. We've done an episode on antibiotics um, earlier. We'll link it in the show notes. Yep. We're not saying we don't ever need them because they do save lives, but we need them to work when we do need them. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. So, okay. The effect of the microbiome. Um, so what other things can we do to protect ourselves for against EMFs? One big thing is supporting methylation. Yes. Absolutely. And so from a methylation standpoint, the best thing we can do is to insulate our nerves. 
because our nerves, something called the myelin sheath, which is what basically is a fatty layer that coats our nerves. That's how our nerve impulses travel. It's how our nerves communicate. It's how everything works. Uh, that is basically broken down in the presence of EMF because of that elevated cortisol. Uh, also with EMF, something called perioxynitrites are created, which is a very unstable free radical, basically. And that free radical will cause uh, inflammation to your nerves. And so the way that you build the myelin sheath is a few things. One, essential fatty acids. So like cod liver oil, you know, the fish oils that we talk about. Two, proper methyl donors. So that's your folate, your proper B12. Uh, and three is hydration. Hydration is critical. If you do those three things, you will build a very healthy myelin sheath. And the last one to throw in there is phosphatidylcholine, yeah. which is another one that is basically like a, a essential fatty acid that helps rebuild your cell membranes. So those three together are what I would do. And, and when, you know, we always highlight different products and in and, and methylation, Lauren and I were talking about this before we jumped on here is the product that I find uh, is really, uh, I'll say EMF um, appropriate is Vervita Circutonic. It has a little bit of the uh, proper B12, proper folate, not too much. So if you're looking to really, you know, go more after methylation, we've talked about Regenerzyme Heart and Inspiracel. That is a more of a methylation product, so to speak, but Circutonic has molybdenum in it. And molybdenum is really good for radiation, similar to iodine. And so Circutonic is great. Uh, cod liver oil is awesome. Phosphatidylcholine and water. That, from a methylation standpoint, is what I find uh, test time and time again. Yeah, and minerals. Making sure that you are drinking filtered water, but with minerals added back in, because your minerals. If you're stressing your body, then you're you're burning through your minerals in that way. And I think adding, making sure you're not drinking like empty water mm. uh, that doesn't have anything in it. Um, the the I use Body Bio PC for phosphatidylcholine um it's also in circutonic right phosphatidylcholine is not molybdenum is molybdenum okay so yeah. you use a different p but use it use a different i product. i like peer encapsulation um okay. we use the body bio as well we have that okay. one in the house right now um thorn makes a good one as well okay uh, those are probably my top three yeah i at the soft gels are great especially mm -hmm. if you have like a they are actually making a kid-friendly gummy i think it's a gummy uh, coming out soon, but the soft gels are really great for those that are more sensitive. Um, the liquid is going to be stronger. And so if you are someone who is sensitive, start very slow, mm. uh, because you can detox quickly on that type of stuff. And so, um, like for my kids, I started with like a drop of the liquid and that, um, and then move up to, you know, whatever you say. Um, yeah, so that, and then we also talked about some herbs, right? Yeah. We talked about some herbs for, so Rosemary. here's the thing with these herbs is we like to do something called critical point analysis, which means if one herb can do multiple things for you, that's a winner. And so the herbs we're going to highlight here, number one is Takasumi Supreme, right? Carbonized bamboo root. It actually helps absorb EMF. And it actually helps emit infrared rays in your system. So it actually increases your microcirculation, which is really cool. So I always say Circutonic and Takasumi from that standpoint are probably my top two I check for EMF. Yeah. The next one is Bodyguard Supreme. 
that is also great for gallbladder and gallstones. So if you have, if you're a person who's like, yeah, I feel like I am sensitive to this EMF stuff. And I also have gallbladder issues. That might be the herb that I would try first if I were you. So they call it bodyguard because it actually passed all the muscle testing for EMF exposure. Then there's, we talked about rosemary and rosemary is great for, uh, for EMF, but also other two things. One blood sugar, high blood sugar. It's great for, uh, insulin. It's great for diabetics. Um, really, really good. But, uh, the second one that it's really good for, uh, it's also good for yeast. You know, we, we talked about how yeast, people with a lot of yeast, very sensitive. Um, but it's also great for estrogen dominance. So if you have, you're an estrogen dominance person, you're like, Hey, my hormones are off. You know, I really want to be get protected from this Wi-Fi. Right. You got the heavy bleeding. Uh, Rosemary would be probably where I would go. Yeah. Now, the last one that I'm going to talk about is one that I feel like after Circuitonic and Takasumi test the most in my practice is Wode Supreme. And that's because it's a supreme, uh, no pun intended, I guess, uh, it's a supreme antiviral. And you'll find a lot of Epstein-Barr chronic viral patterns in, in people who are around a lot of EMF. So it does radiation and viruses. So that's a really good one if you feel like you know, man, I'm really chronically fatigued. It's possibly an Epstein Barr type case, uh, or any type of viral pattern. Uh, that would be a wise choice. Viruses that EMF does, and that's why so and people just can't clear it. Yep. And that is one factor that you really need to consider with any type of chronic fatigue uh, scenario is is a chronic virus. Totally, totally. It's uh, there's people out there who I I kind of agree with that say that uh, viruses are nothing more than just a distress signal. And in EMF is, again, a constant distress signal. So they can go hand in hand. And and again, that was the 5G and COVID was an example of that. Uh, there's definitely some truth to it for sure. Yeah. Um, do you use medicinal mushrooms for, uh, for EMF protection? Like anything like reishi? I... I haven't, off the top of my head, I haven't used that specifically, but I use medicinal mushrooms all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, B propolis is another one. Of course, magnesium, you know, that is something we didn't actually mention about the calcium channels and how EMF affects them, but magnesium is really protective mm-hmm. of that. And so something that, and I, when you're stressed, when you eat a lot of processed foods, when you're on the go, you burn through magnesium. And I, I honestly think if more people in this world just had magnesium and B vitamins, they would probably feel a lot better. Oh yeah. Um, and so magnesium is one thing to also consider adaptogens. If cortisol is a, is an issue, then some adaptogens could help because EMFs obviously cause a big cortisol issue. So it depends on what all is going on, but things like rhodiola um, would be helpful. Do you ever, do you ever supplement melatonin? I do. Yeah. And what are your thoughts on melatonin, like daily use? It's very neuroprotective. Yeah. So again, this is like where I'm open-minded to it. And the more that I am treating patients, the more, you know, things like melatonin are testing and so before when I would say, yeah, you know, it's an end product. I, I don't want to get people reliant on it. I'm kind of past that these days. I, I feel like people really, really 
benefit from melatonin. And there is a little bit in Regenerzyme Heart. There's also a little bit of melatonin in Scutellaria Supreme. And so I use a ton of those and people do really well with it. So I'm reversing uh, what I used to say and, and saying that, you know, something like melatonin, I think people can really benefit from. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my dad is, takes melatonin every night. And I used to, even a few years, a couple of years ago, I was like, you know, I really rather you not, of course we got him off the Benadryl onto mel- mel- melatonin. And that's actually a really good thing because Benadryl long-term that uses at night for sleep yeah. is awful um, for your brain. But, but now I've actually said, Hey, you could actually go up a little bit. They will increase dosages on melatonin pretty high to help, you know, it actually aids in, in detox, um, further, uh, Dr. Klinghart uses a lot with autistic patients uh, and other, um, neurodegenerative diseases. I would say that I'm a fan, especially as you get older to to increase your melatonin at night with a supplement. I'm okay with that. Some people will find that melatonin is stimulate it, it stimulates them. And other people will find that it it knocks them out. And so um, if you are someone that uh, sleeps well with it, then I'm not opposed to it. I don't love it daily for kids. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Acting as a hormone? I I haven't used it a ton daily with kids. So it's... It's hard for me to I say think if it's I'm fine here and there. I, I do yeah. think it's fine here and there, especially during illness um, yeah. and things like that. But I, I, don't, I don't use it daily, but I do think it is helpful. Um, and you, and EMFs definitely are, they definitely deplete melatonin. So something yeah, no, that no doubt. Life. Yeah. Anything that increases your cortisol depletes your melatonin. Yeah. We yep. didn't talk about grounding bags. Okay. There you go. Really, really good. Uh, I've tested hundreds and hundreds of EMF products when I was in California and these bags tested amazing all the time. So, uh, you've heard me talk about them. We've talked, I think we've talked about them in, in previous podcasts. Yeah. Uh, you will talk about them on Instagram a little bit and they're basically these, these pink rocks that are in a water cave essentially. And the properties of them just ground ground you significantly it's it's pretty amazing honestly and and the creator of them sent me a picture like a month ago he was actually at these place uh this place mining these pink crystals so cool to see and um one thing i would say is if you want to see something really cool is get a grounding bag and put it under your bed and just see how you sleep just that's enough just see how you sleep I've had so many people say that they bought a grounding bag, put it under their bed, and then their husbands kept saying, man, I don't know. I've been getting great sleep lately, having no idea that the grounding bag was even there. So I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, we have them all over the house. We we keep them under our seats in our car because of Bluetooth and all that stuff because cars have all the EMF stuff too, even if it's not hybrid and electric, which yeah. is another whole thing. I'm not into that hybrid electric uh, lifestyle. Um, but grounding bags really help the and I was talking to the creator of them he's trying to figure out this too is does it take the EMF and actually allow your body to make it into a positive like ocean like electric flow because he he he's trying to figure that out right now of do, it doesn't just like discharge EMF he thinks that it actually helps use it in a positive fashion with your electric field which is pretty fascinating yeah that is 
yeah, it's kind of cool. So it, again, um, it muscle tests great. And so that's why, you know, you've seen me promote it. You've seen my wife promote it. She uses it with all our hypnotherapy clients. Cause again, your brain waves are vibrating at a very low frequency. And if, if 5g is, you know, f- billion times faster, uh, it's doesn't take a rocket scientist to see that that can change brain waves, which can create depression, anxiety, and all that type of stuff. Definitely. Definitely. Something that I like to, if you don't have, um, you know, the ability to change total bedrooms or to buy, um, a, you know, different, like, or do the Wi-Fi turning off at night or whatever, whatever the situation is, an EMF blanket or on the airplane, an EMF blanket over top of, uh, especially if you're pregnant over top of the belly. Yeah. Um, but also over, I my children will sleep under the, the radiation blocking blankets. Um, and I do think that is a really helpful thing to have on hand, to, especially when traveling. Um, but also at home. You like them? Yeah. There's one I like. It's an organic cotton one. Um, cool. I don't like the, a lot of the little devices, like the stickers mm-hmm. and stuff. Cause I don't, it's not, Oh, we should talk about some of those things. Okay. It's some Cause we're going to get asked. What are your thoughts on that? I've had some people swear by it and I've had other people do terrible with it. Okay. I have been approached multiple times. I am not going for, I have seen it. I saw one person say it did amazing. It helped so much. And other people I have just seen, like it just wrecks their sleep. And so I will not do that, but only also because of the cost. I just don't think, I think it's an absorbent for having such a variable reaction. Oh, you mean cost, like how expensive it is? Yeah, it's pretty expensive. Is it? I don't even know. I'm, I just I've had people um, bring in product and muscle test, and some people, most people actually did really bad with it. While some people are like really, I feel like it helped me, and then other people, it like crashed them significantly. Yeah, I think it's there's something there. Obviously, it's doing something. Yep. But it's just whether or not it's actually creating more of an issue. And so, and a lot of, there's a lot of stickers. Didn't you have one that you said was working? Yeah. This one on my phone is called wave block and it actually tests really well. Um, we, we can put that in the show notes. Wave block has been testing really, really well. Um, and besides the stickers, you know, back to similar to what's it called? Some Vedic. Is that what you called it? Yeah. Isn't that yeah. What it- I, I, I'm not sure, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. is the reason why I think the grounding bags tested so well is because for the same reason that the other stuff like that doesn't test is because I think that those types of devices are changing your meridians and changing your frequency as opposed to these grounding bags, which again, that's why the creator's like, I think it's helping us, like it's turning into positive frequency because he's right. Like I felt a difference where I'm like, wow, I, I like, I feel my sleep's better. Um, I just feel good around it, so to speak. Whereas I've had other things put on to our house and, and things like that, that made me feel really bad and really dizzy and really funky. And so, uh, there's something to it. I, you know, and I, I, like I said, I like the blanket. I've tested my EMF meter, like, mm-hmm. um, with using it and not using it. And I do think it 
I, 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 it did show that it was helpful. And so I do think there's something, especially for travel and for doing different things. I, I like having that, but other than that, they're all those devices. I think honestly, they are a little, you're just going to get a little bit of a gimmick and people trying yeah. to, Oh, what do you think about the necklaces? Uh, the only necklace that I've seen that test well is, I don't even remember the name of it. I have one. It's like 20 bucks. It's Russian Shungite. That's that's the stone it is. Uh, I think it's like... They say. Yeah, it's like Kelled or something. K-E-L-E-D or something. It's a website. And they make, you know, different medallion shapes or whatever of this Russian Shungite for like 20 bucks, 25 bucks. And it does test really well. I forget to wear it all the time. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I I I don't think there's going to give me one solution that's yeah. going to help. I think if you are sensitive, doing the day to day things and getting your feet on the ground is I agree. Thing. Staying hydrated, yep. minerals, magnesium, B vitamins, um, and getting your and getting your methylation, getting your methylation working, yeah. like that stuff goes, in my opinion, way further, bigger bang for your buck than a lot of the expensive uh, gimmicks. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it's not worth it, especially for this all encompassing issue. Um, So I want you to know that methylation matters for other things too, not just EMF and it will affect everything. And so getting that right helps so much with that. For sure. Strengthen you, uh, control the controllables. Uh, And like I said, the only thing that I have seen that test time and time again is those dang grounding bags. Telling you. That's it. Okay. There you go. All right, man. That was a long podcast, but I hope that we that it landed properly for everybody. And it and... was longer than I was expecting. I yeah, was expecting was a... this to be a shorter episode, but yeah. man, we we there was a lot to talk about. There's there's a lot, and like we just touched the surface of it, right? There's uh, like there's much more to it. So again, um, the Invisible Rainbow, EMF, the books that we talked about. If you want to dive further into it, that's where where we would go. Um, and yeah, this was a fun podcast. We have an interesting podcast coming up next. I, I think we should wait to tell people uh, on the actual podcast. Yeah, we I, I we hope that you all will like it. Yeah, it's uh, we're changing things up a little bit. I think it's going to be a good one. I think it'll be really good. All, all right, right folks. Thanks for tuning in uh, and we'll see you all in the next one.